This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wokish Podcast. This is season four, episode three. Yeah! I'm your girl, Lady E, and welcome to the podcast that brings you comedy, creativity, and culture to our people. And we are back in the building, Building Black. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you like, share, and subscribe on Instagram at wokish underscore podcast. And you can also watch this podcast on Facebook and YouTube at Wokish Podcast. So let me introduce you to our cast, Coach. Oh, hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Welcome back <laughs> in the building. I know oh, we're back gonna, in the building. We're going to say that for the rest of the season because we've been out of the building for so long. Man. It's, working. We're, we're just so excited to be here in, in person and seeing people and feeling. It's great. Love it. Miss Mo. Hey. How you doing, girl? Girl, I'm doing. You know, I'm just hanging in there. Living so the dream. That's right. One nightmare at a time. Oh, dear God. Oh, man. Pray. <laughs> Pray. Not one nightmare at a time. One nightmare at a time. I wasn't either. I wasn't expecting hey, that. Hey, that's tough. It, girl. Well, I'm glad you're here and in the land of the living. Why, thank you. Amen and amen. 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 Praise <laughs> God. Praise oh, see, Now you got to get out. Yeah, he churchy. Get out. We just got here. I now. know it was. Oh, good. no, you didn't. Y'all need to don't, see him. Don't get me started. I'm about to see everybody know. Uh, uh, uh. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. My mama said, don't play with Jesus. I'm not playing. I'm praising Y'all need to see coach. Do y'all remember back in the day when we used to have the shirts, Jesus is my homeboy? (laughs) (laughs) No, mine said, Jesus is the homie. Okay, yeah. Everybody had a rendition. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I I live by that. He's my homeboy. That's Mm -hmm. right. All right. So, into our first topic. (laughs) Quick question. Okay, so y'all know uh, Monique has been canceled by the culture several times over mm. our lifetime. We canceled her a couple of years ago. Uh, we did. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she is like a roach. She just keeps coming back. And I don't know if I necessarily like her or not, but 50 Cent has decided to potentially give her an opportunity on one of his 493 shows on Showtime. (laughs) Stars. 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 As of right now. Exactly. Because good God almighty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. um, What's that child's name? Tommy. His series is trash. I hate it. I have I have opinions. I'm I'm three episodes in and I could I I want my time back. Anywho. (laughs) Um. So he is saying, in light of us being in Women's um, Month, yay, go Women's yay. Month, um, Monique has been treated poorly by Hollywood, according to 50 Cent. And we want to know today how you feel about it. Do you agree or disagree that she's been treated unfairly by Hollywood? And do you think that um, he should come in on his white horse and save Monique from Hollywood? Oh, that's rich. That's real rich. You want to go first, Coach? No, you go right ahead. So I, I'm all about women power things, things of that nature. Up that alley, um, I feel like her story is consistently told by other people, um, told by people on the perspective or how she's received by other people, and not very much herself. 
So I don't think that we fully get the full story of why she so strongly advocates for herself when while in the industry like she is she just being a biatch and or is she just uh just really knows her worth and standing up for herself and being a black woman myself who constantly has to stand up for myself uh, mm-hmm. uh fight for my wages argue about my worth mm-hmm. um i guess i'm a little biased in a way because i just imagine that that's probably what she is going through behind the scenes Cause I'm constantly hearing about how she stands up for herself so much. And people just, I think a lot of people just receive her the wrong way and just counts her knowing her worth as an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us as women can relate to that. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm actually excited to see what 50 does with her. Um, I honestly, I think it's better to him lending her some money because he like to lend people money. And then, oh yeah, he no. like to ask for it back too. And, he does, and then publicly. get a hitman. I don't know if he uses hitman. Do he use hitman? He's asking too many questions. Oh, allegedly, yeah, everything on this podcast is alleged. Allegedly, go ahead, coach. What you think? He is mean to me. I don't um, <laughs> you just look at um, wrong. I think I I still hold firm. I still actually hold firm with what I felt with about her for like a couple of years ago. She still mm-hmm. canceled in my book. Mm. And the reason why is just for that reason alone, what you just said, is that she doesn't come out and say anything. It's always somebody else. It's like, you know what? You want to change the narrative. You want people to go out there and respect you. You want people to go out there and take you in more or take you more seriously. Mm-hmm. Speak up for yourself. Don't let everybody else go out there and do it. No, but she was speaking up for herself. But she that's the thing is that she was doing it at not necessarily at the wrong times, but it was like you're letting other people tell start your narrative. That's that's where it is. And and in my opinion, personal opinion, I lo- loved her as a comedian. Mm-hmm. And, and actors, because she was actually pretty decent, you know, in certain things, certain roles. And obviously not Tyler Perry. We're not going to. Child. Um, he, he puts the people on, though. You can't ever deny it. That's a that's a topic for another day. Okay. But, um, Put it on the docket for next time. It's already on there. Okay. Anyway, the um, <laughs> with, uh, with her, it's more so I think she ruined her whole process when uh, she started kind of bitching and complaining about like Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. I think she kind of killed it because it was almost like you were on your way. You could have had a special. You could have had several specials. Yeah. And you chose to be like the bigger person. Just go out there. Not bigger person, but just try to be like the the, the head honcho. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? I'm Monique. I'm a comedian. I should be getting this. I should be getting that. How come Dave Chappelle's getting this? How come? It's like, yo. Why are you hating? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, why yeah. are you hating? Because you sound like you're just hating. Like, you sound like you're just kind of bitter. And how come he's getting all the accolades? Yeah, I don't and, see it that way. I mean, that was just my that was my first opinion, my first gut. Her her approach to that kind of killed it for me, for me from overall. I was just like, you know what? I I'm not a fan. I was like, I'm not a fan of that because if you really want to be on, let somebody else go out. You can you can be on. You don't right. have to have what somebody else has right. or go out there and say, well, he's got this. I should be having at least this. And it's like, no, that's not. Let's pump the brakes. Get what you get what you can. Right. Get this Netflix, Netflix, uh, Netflix money while you can and see where you can kind of progress. Then you cut yourself off and then you want to play the victim. Then it's oh, well, now I can't go out there and get this stuff and everybody's out there going to turn it on me and how come I got it? It's like, yo, you could have just been you 
Right. And left it at that. And left it at that. And people have just been like, you know what? You're right here. Boom. Right. But instead of like, let's say, no, like I want, no, I want this. It's like, no. And then they just say, well, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. I think I'm in the middle. So I definitely understand your point in the intersectionality issue, right? Mm -hmm. Like as a black woman, especially in a space where black women have a history of not being noticed at the level that they should be, mm-hmm. then you want to buck against the system right. and, and ask for your flowers. I get that. However, I don't feel like Monique is in a position to lead that because she's not the person who has, I'm trying to really say this nicely. Um, she, she's not good enough. Okay. <laughs> like, if Regina, can, Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. she can spearhead this conversation, Correct. right? Correct. She has been in 879 billion movies. She has played the Jackson's mama. She played Tina Turner. She did Stella. She has been in cult classics. She has had a career for 40 years. Yeah. Never an issue. Never a problem. Never won an Oscar barely won an NAACP award. You know what I'm saying? Like, let her do this. Yeah. Monique? But that's the thing. When it comes to Monique, okay, so how she, how I received it was, okay, this is my expectation for pay. Mm -hmm. You're telling me I, you're not going to give me that. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. So I'm not going to do what you're asking me to do because you're not paying me accordingly. Right. It didn't just stay there. It right. went from people bashing her for asking for the money. Right. And that's where I'm like, okay, that's not okay with me. Like if she said, okay, if she sat down quietly initially at what I saw. Right. She asked for the money from all of these different places. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm not fully clear about the Lee Daniels situation, but I'm not either. I know that she was asking for a certain amount. Sure. And she didn't get it. And she sat down and, that, and she was quiet about it. When she started talking was when people like, I believe, Steve Harvey, people uh-huh. that she was actually close to right. or thought to be close was saying, you know, the audacity of you to think so highly of yourself. And it was like, what the fuck? I could ask for whatever I want. I mean, if you don't view me as being worth that, that's your prerogative. But right. it's nothing wrong with me seeing myself in that light and asking for it. But I think the problem came in with, okay, if you're going to make your offer, I agree with you. Make your offer. Leave the offer on the table. Mm-hmm. What you're not going to do is you should have paid me because you paid Amy Schumer that. What does this have to do with Amy Schumer? Because people was asking her. And I, I agree. She shouldn't. I wouldn't even went that far. I wouldn't compare to Dave Chappelle or nothing. But exactly. people were asking her, why did you turn this down? Why did you turn that down? And she was very transparent about it. And I think everybody wasn't really ready to hear her transparency. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, you look you look at yourself this way, but everybody else doesn't necessarily do the same so yeah yeah so i think she should have just kind of played her cards close to her chest like you know this is the offer i put out and i didn't agree not oh dave got this you know that's where to me it went wrong yeah because it's like oh well amy schumer gets this amount from netflix and dave Chappelle, and the least y'all could do is give me and it's like okay amy schumer maybe not 
as funny as you are. <laughs> I, I personally like her, but she's not as funny. No. Mm-hmm. However, she's also gearing to a different audience. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? And so when it comes to the African-American audience, you do have to be able to do Dave Chappelle numbers yeah. in order to get that kind of contract on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And let's call a horse a horse and a shoe a shoe. Although you're a woman, although you're talented, although we feel like you deserve space in, in the community, you're not Dave Chappelle. No, nor will you ever be Dave Chappelle. So this shouldn't have even been a part of your conversation when it came to money, your role in comedy. None of that. Because you, ma'am, the Chappelle show and the Parkers are not on the same Mm -hmm. level by any means. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that, like I said before, I think that starting off like it was dope. Like she's like, this is what I deserve. This is what I stand for. We was with that. Like, yes, she should have kept it right. And she should have shut the fuck up up mm-hmm. after that because yep. as soon as she kept talking we was like oh no, no I, and not to compare her to, if we're comparing to dave chappelle though dave chappelle i believe was asking him to take the chappelle show down off netflix mm-hmm. and when he saw they wasn't budging initially he shut the fuck up mm-hmm. set the fuck down like okay so this how y'all gonna do it well this how i'm gonna do it and they was like hold on right we respect you brother what we gotta do what exactly. just say what we gotta do but and, and i feel like that could have happened for her that's but that's the thing that came with him you know what I'm saying? By that time, he was already like, well, I can take this or leave it. I can take it or leave it. Like, yeah. whatever. I'm good either I way. I know I'm the man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, exactly. It's like, you know what? Hey, I can walk away. I can literally walk away from all of this and be like, all right, I'm out. And, right. and I'll be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people will be clamoring. Yeah. Please, Dave, please don't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monique, are they are they, are they really looking for Monique like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and it's kind of like, all right, if she were to say the same exact thing, because she essentially did, saying like, no, well, I'm up, I'm up there with the uh, with yeah. those with the greats. Okay, but here's the thing. And then they, and then she kind of played her. I think she did play her cards to the chest, but once she played the when she went a little too far. She played that one card and everybody's like, mm. you let other people pull her in asking her, why did you sit? I, I have my reasons. Yeah. And leave it at that. Yeah. I think uh, Monique is very prideful, though. Mm. I think she um, I, and it's, it's a it's a very thin line between like being pompous and like being arrogant and and being confident, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that Monique, when she had the show on BET, the late night show, when she had the Parkers, you know, when Precious first came out and she didn't get nominated, mm-hmm. I think she went from... I think she did get nominated. She got nominated. I think she didn't win. She didn't win. Yeah. And I think when she felt like she deserved that win and didn't get... I think she moved from confidence too prideful. I think that's her husband too. I think a lot of this mm, is her husband. I think true. he like kind of gassing her up a bit. I think so too. Yeah, babe, mm, you ain't gotta take that. Mm-hmm. Fuck these nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think going on. What what he say? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> what what do you say? That's how I imagine. I mean, if I was in her position, that's how I imagine my. I want my husband to talk to me like that too. Fuck them nigga. That's what I want him to say. I'm like, yeah. I just, I just. That's how I imagine. You know, her being gassed up. I don't like you. Have a lot of judgment on your face, and I don't want to talk about. This I just want I want a clarity. That's all. I, I just want a little bit of clarity. But since you brought up prideful, that mm-hmm. actually brings up the next topic that we got over here. It's. It, 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 I was talking with, with my girl about this, and it's a situation um, that I see it happening a lot more, is that a lot of people can't take themselves, kind of, 
I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Everybody is, is I think everybody has some kind of bit of pride. And sometimes you have to check yourself. You mm-hmm. actually have to look at yourself and be like, damn, you know what? I need to do better or damn, I need to go out there and do this. Mm-hmm. And it brought up a, a good point to me. So it made me kind of think like, so what can, what do you think are some ways that uh, people or can you name a time that you guys have had to kind of look at yourself and be like, damn, I need to check this shit or check my pride though. Um, I think I have to do it very often in marriage. Hello. Um, I am very much a planner, right? And so my life is very much like, okay, today is Monday. We have this and this and this and this to do. Here's your part. Here's your part. Break. And like everybody goes and does their part and then everybody comes back at dinner and then we all had a successful day because everybody played their part, right? Mm -hmm. My husband is not. Well, my husband gets up and he goes to work. And that's as far as his brain. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, honey. That's as far as his brain goes, though, as far as the day is concerned. Yeah. And so then he'll call me like, "Okay, babe, I'm off from work. What you need me to do? What you mean? What I need you to do? Like, (laughs) don't worry about it. Just come home. Like, you know what I mean? And so I think in in living in that for (laughs) 12 years, um, I think that it. It became like, well, I am the person who runs the house and I am the person who facilitates and I'm the puppet master. And that sounds really bad. But, you know, (laughs) you get what I'm trying to say. Like, (laughs) I am the person who, like, facilitates. So you're the captain of the ship. That's how I was starting to feel. Hmm. Right. Because it's like it's on my back Hmm. every day to make sure everything get done. And then um, after talking to some of my friends, I really had to, like, check myself because it's like. Well, he he not a kid. So like, mm-hmm. you know, if you dish into him every day, like this is what I need you to do and this and this and this. Then when he don't take the lead, then you be mad. And it's like, but you supposed to be a man and take. The, but I get up and take the lead every morning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think as far as pride is concerned, I've had to let some things fall by the wayside that I didn't that I wanted done but it was like you know what not my fight today yeah <laughs> you yeah. know and, and let that let that be that wow mo what about you i find myself doing it in a workplace um trying to be a team player is is very difficult when you got a lot of prideful people working around you my way my way or the highway type of people and one reason for for one reason or another, I tend to attract my uh, those type of people and find myself surrounded. So, because I see that, I try to um, be different and just check my pride and be understanding and uh, take myself out of my own way of thinking, my own biases, and say, okay, why are why does this person think this way? How can I meet them in the middle? And you just it, it's a lot of negativity in a place of work. Who the hell wants to go to work every single day, do that nine to five? Not very many people. I mean, you At get all. a few people that's lucky to be in the job of their dreams. But most people are just trying to make ends meet mm-hmm. and do play their position and be a, a, a upstanding citizen. So that's just the reality. So. With that being said, you want to make the, your place of work as positive as possible. And for me, that's what makes my day run in a positive direction. Yeah. 
because I am willing to be that team player and meet people in the middle, even when I wholeheartedly disagree. And that happens. But how do you feel when that administrator sends that email and you'd Mm -hmm. be like, that's dumb. I address it. I I feel like every time I internalize and say, okay, I disagree with this, but that's the boss. And I don't want to ruffle no feathers. It always comes back. And it's kind of like in a relationship mm-hmm. where somebody in the house says something to you that you don't like, you dislike, you you disagree with, mm-hmm. but you like, I don't even want to start this argument and Pick, I know that's where it's going to go. in your battles. Right. Yeah. But if you really think about it, it's just going to come up later on down the line. Right. So just checking my pride and it's a way to address something like that, checking my pride and talking to that person like, hey, I feel this way. Maybe you should look at it from my point of view. Is there a way that we can meet in the middle? And it's always and most of the time, it's always a way to meet in the middle. Yeah. So that's how I address it. What about you, coach? Uh, yeah, for me, it's more so, um, I think for me as a guy that has worked since he was, or had a job at least since he was 13 years old and working, doing my thing. And then all of a sudden 13, yeah, you're asking too many questions. I say that don't sound like child labor laws to anybody else. Okay, go ahead. Go call the people. Mm. Statue of limitations is over. Uh, you're right. I I just had anyway, questions. Go ahead. The, um, <laughs> but I've been working since I was 13. So with the with the COVID, shut everything down. Not the COVID. And the COVID, yeah, okay. the, the COVID. Um, and I had to kind of take a seat back. You know, had to take a step back because a brother had to go on unemployment. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the first time I've ever gotten paid to do nothing other than taking vacations or, <laughs> yeah. you know, things like that. And it was just yeah. like, okay, what am I, what, what, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was almost like, what, what am I, what am I doing here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it, 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 it kind of, it took me, it took me aback because I was like, I've never had to do that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've always worked. And it, for me, it was, it was more of a pride thing. It, it affected me a little bit more of a pride thing because it was like, damn, I'm not doing shit. I felt like I wasn't accomplishing anything. And I was always on my way up. I was always one of those guys that worked hard, did his job, progressed, got better, mm-hmm. got promoted, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then to go in there and get slapped in the face with a, oh, guess what? Sit your ass now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, damn. And so it, 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 it t- I took a hit. I mean, I was fine with it financially, but I was like, damn, you know, I, I it's something I could be doing. It's something I could be, I felt like I wasn't, worth anything because even though I was getting paid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like what am I doing like what am I doing like what else you know what else is in there so I mean obviously I dealt uh, dove a little bit harder into the podcast I started diving into like um you know producing things and kind of just like you know what this is what it it made me realize all right what am what am I supposed to do what am I what am I going to do and so that's where um I got to turn that pride into something I can accomplish. I, start, I took that as a standing, a starting point of, all right, now I'm going to go do this. Like, yeah. since I can't do this, I'm going to do this. And then for me, it was the podcast, investing more in that, uh, doing more research on that, getting back into what I actually went to school for. Shout out to Specs Howard right down the street. Um, I paid y'all already, so we're good. Um, <laughs> Not after, my testimony. After, <laughs> right? after after graduating from there, I was like, you know what? This is what I this is what I wanted. So 
a lot of people they, they have an issue with pride, and a lot of people took took it take it as they took it as a like a down like the beginning of the end or the beginning of a downfall. And it's like no, if if you do it right, you can motivate yourself, use it as motivation, and start doing things. Mm. And the reason why it came up in conversation is because what I what I noticed is I think a lot of the issues with uh with people, especially with social media and things like that. It's pride. A lot of people look at other people's lives and they figure, all right, well, if I'm not doing that or if I'm not, you know, they, they don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't ask for any kind of handouts or something like that. Yeah. So I'm not going to go out there and do it because I don't want to be perceived as being, you know, whatever. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes you got to shut your ass up and just be like, humble yourself and be like, low, I'm not I'm not them. Mm-hmm. I need some help. Yeah. And I think that where. um like for me, like pride is like the the driving force of a lot of those issues. Because I mean, you look at social media, you look at people's lives. Everybody kind of focuses on what they're doing, and what ends up happening is they end up um, having this false sense of reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it kind of formulates and sticks to them and everything. And then when shit hits the fan, they they got a choice. Yeah, and they always say, well. I don't want to do that. I don't want to ask for any help, so I'm just going to be quiet. Yeah. Or I'm not going to do something. Or and it's like, well, are you? Maybe you should go out there and ask for some help. Or maybe you should go out there and find something that's going to help you out long term. And a lot of people have a problem with that. I just wonder where. It, I just wonder where that. I think that's the reason why it kind of affects the community as a whole. But I don't know whether how you guys feel about that. I think it's two sides to that. I'm going to play devil's advocate this entire show. I think that's where <laughs> I'm at today. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I like we just talked about, about the preaching and stuff like that. And yeah. No, I'm sorry. The it's OK. okay. Um, it's just the same. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. down. Um, so I think, though, with like with black men in our community, especially like when you tell your story at, you know, you sound like my dad you sound like my uncles mm-hmm. you know a man that don't work don't eat like right. you know you got to go and hit the pavement but i think with um the younger community i think it's the opposite i don't think it's pride i think it's a sense of entitlement because mm-hmm. there are people who the pandemic hit and they went and got ppp loans mm-hmm. and they, they was like for you. hello and they're like oh the government owe me this everybody went and got the pebt cards mm-hmm. oh the government owe me this. and and listen there are people who work every day um who don't qualify for those types of things okay and um i i I think I deserve a EBT card because I pay six hundred dollars in groceries yes, a month. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, but there are people who have never paid into the system, who have never paid taxes, who have never had a job, and they like, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, I don't want to work a job, so I'm just gonna go scam. And I'm going to do that like for the rest of my life. And it's like, really, guys, like you just don't give a fuck about nobody else, mm-hmm. about who you hurt and about none of that. You're not like it's not a sense of pride for those people. It's more so like it's about me. I'm going to get this money. It is what it is. And that's it. And I just I feel like although, you know, when we were young, we were taught that pride is a bad thing. Right. Because right. you need humility and, and all that stuff. But if you really think about it as a whole, I think that some sense of pride is healthy. It is. Because if you don't have any pride at all whatsoever, you do anything 
for any reason. I, that's and, why I don't think what you felt was a bad thing at all. Ha- taking pride in being a hardworking man and feeling out of place because that work wasn't there. I think that's admirable. Actually, I don't I see agree. anything wrong with that. Um, I can blush because I know <laughs> for me, I'd have been like, I paid into this unemployment system, honey. Right. You go, you owe me two years. Right, <laughs> right. So to feel like I'm sitting at home, I'm not working. This is all I know since I was 13 years old, and I can't do that thing. That's admirable. So for you to say, oh, I need maybe I need to lay my pride down. Absolutely not. You're, mm-hmm. you're supposed to feel unusual and out of place because you're not working. And and if you don't, is something wrong with you? You need to get off your ass and figure out something else to do. Thanks. Not you, but people that don't work. Like, yeah, you should. Agreed. So that's that. <laughs> I feel it. Also, though. Since we talking about being a prideful person and when, knowing when to lay your pride down, y'all, oh. I got some tea. What it do? Uh-oh. <laughs> tea tea. Not the bell. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. <laughs> Not the bell, yeah. With a little bit of lemon on it. <laughs> the bay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, we haven't done, I don't think we, did we do this last episode? Nope. No, yeah. we did not. So, we bringing um, it back. Though. We act. Yes, we are bringing it back. We have one of our. You say what? Uh, letters. Hey. And we got it from somebody in our community. Oh, Shouts out to y'all for listening to the show. And just to kind of explain to you guys what it is. Basically, we get um, letters uh, from some of you listeners in our inbox on Facebook or one of our platforms uh, discussing something that you may or may not be going through or a question you might have. And we read it. Um, on a podcast and talk about it amongst each other, given our perspectives and things of that nature. So again, um, you all are welcome to send letters and we'll just talk about them on, on here, but we got a really, really juicy one today. Okay. Hit me Mo. Okay. So gonna read this one. So, okay. Hey sis, my boyfriend and I have been together for seven years, engaged for one year. He is my first everything for the most part. We do just about everything together. We have a very busy lifestyle and weren't getting out very much at first. So a year ago, we decided to start being, uh, wait, we just started to start. We decided to start doing more events with our friends that are in serious relationships like us. One of those specific friends is a girl from work and her husband. We hang with them the most because they have the most fun. Well, I noticed within the past couple of months that they've been becoming more and more unavailable. Um, they've become, they have been becoming less and less available, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to make sure that everything was okay. My friend explained that she feels uncomfortable coming around because of how my fiance talks to me. I was dumbfounded. She said that it never seemed to bother me or be a problem, so she never addressed it with me. She gave me examples such as him saying demeaning things to me in casual conversation. One situation in particular, we were talking about what we would do in a situation that we watched on a movie together. Uh, My viewpoint was different from everyone else's in the room. While sharing my viewpoint, he told me I sound stupid as hell and to shut the fuck up and laughed. I whatevered it and we moved on. Long story short, her several examples have made me conclu- have made her conclude that my fiance is very verbally abusive and I should leave him alone. 
I've never felt that I was being abused before. Now that she's brought it to my attention, I'm looking at everything very differently. And I now see what she means. Honestly, though, I'm not really bothered by it much. What bothers me is how embarrassed I feel with how it makes me look. I also notice that he doesn't talk to anyone else that way. We literally have no issues, barely ever argue. I briefly discussed it with him and he acts as if I'm being crazy, stated that I could he couldn't understand where all of this was coming from, being that this is the way he has always talked to me and that and that's just the way he talks when he's joking, which he does. My question is, should I stand up for myself? Should I let it be being that we are very happy and I don't want to mess things up? What should be my next move? Mm, mm, mm. Um, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> okay, I got a, I got a couple things. Okay. First of all, I didn't think the letter was going to go there. <laughs> when she said they started seeing the, I the they friends. Start swinging or I did like too. Like when she was like, I mean, yeah, we started like, hanging out with the people from work more often. I was like, oh Uh-oh. shit, they fucking. Like, the bus it wide so open with I, the couple. I am glad that it didn't go there. Um, <laughs> it, maybe it might. Well, I, I mean. I mean maybe I, let's not put let's yeah don't do that (laughs) this this one of our viewers let's let's so maybe that's the real that's how that gets fixed just swing swing well well here's the thing she says and i'm assuming it's a she yes it's a she okay yes um i'm assuming that she um isn't having any issues anywhere else because she stated that they've never really had any problems before. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and she also says that she's not bothered by how he talks to her. She's embarrassed about how other people feel about how he talks. Exactly. Yep. Um, so extremely long story short, I personally don't think that somebody should tell somebody else to shut the fuck up. I don't think that's funny. I don't think you telling me that somebody is stupid is fun. Like, I mean, like, girl, you stupid is one thing, but mm-hmm. bitch, you stupid. Like, yeah, that's something yeah. completely different. We're not going to do that. Um, I think that if she's okay with it, though, like nobody else can be in your relationship. Right. So if, if you not tripping about it, like you don't feel like this is a deal breaker for you, I will probably have a conversation with him in regards to um, how we talk outside of our home. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in your house is like really no holes, bars. But, you know, I would just feel more comfortable if, you know, you didn't use that kind of language when we were out with other people because, you know, whatever your reasoning is. I don't want them to think, you know, you doing something crazy or I don't want them to think you be my ass at home or, you know, what I'm right. saying like whatever it is. And maybe form it like frame it like I'm trying to protect you. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, but. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but mm-hmm. again, this her relationship. So if she's saying it's not bothering her, then I wouldn't make a mountain out of a molehill on this one. I would just, you know, just have a, a conversation just like, hey, this was brought up to me. Um, you know, I kind of noticed that when we're out or maybe it's, you know, when you drink a little bit more, or, you know, whatever the situation is. I noticed that your language get a little loose, yeah. you know, so I just need you to tighten that up a little <laughs> bit when we in the circle because right. you know you embarrassing me a little bit that's what i think wow um 
she said that she approached him about it, right? Yeah. That and she actually actually said, hey, um, you know, you, I, you know, I was just kind of wondering, you were trying to, you, you've been talking to me in all kinds of ways and stuff like that. And and he basically just said, no, I don't. Or Yep, she said, I briefly discussed it with him and he acted as if I was being crazy, stating that he couldn't understand where all of this was coming from, being that this is the way he has always talked to me. And that's just the way he talks when he's joking, which he does. Uh, mm. and, and she said that they've been together for what, years. years? He's been, and yep, and he's been her first everything for the most part. So if they've been together eight years, then yeah. I can see his perspective, too. Like, I've always, for eight years, I, I didn't joked with yeah, you like I this would, and you ain't never said nothing. Right. My, my advice would be to, it's very similar to what Erica said, is that... I wouldn't put too much stock into it, what somebody else is saying, especially since you've already tried to address it. And, you know, he's basically just saying, like, whatever, that's the way I am. Mm -hmm. I would I would say definitely stay together, but be cautious. Still, even though you've been together for seven years, or I think you said several years or seven years. It doesn't uh, matter. Seven years, together, years engaged. Yeah. Engaged one. Engaged for one. Yeah. All right. I think that that's a, that's a conversation that could – that could come up every once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, but if it gets to the point where it, if you start noticing it as in other things, then you might want to go out there and it, it's something that you would, I say stay together, but keep an eye on it. Yeah. Because that's sometimes, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I, I don't do that because that's, I mean, I'm, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a paid comedian anyway. How do you think you're funny though? I do be funny sometimes. <laughs> And uh, but I know I know where I can go. As like, I know where I can go with whoever, mm -hmm. and it's like I know that I know you know how far I can go. And in that kind of case, if it's if it was me and I was doing that subconsciously, and that's the way I've been, and she hasn't had no problems with it before, so all of a sudden we started dealing with these other people, and now it's a problem. Right? Then I would be like, I'm as a man, I'll just be like, you know what? Let me go out there and kind of analyze this thing and be like, you know what? Maybe I do need to kind of chill out and stuff like that and blah, 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 blah. Because she did address it to mm -hmm. him and saying, hey, it's a problem. But it's, it's man, that's, that's tough. It's, 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 I would say definitely stick through it, but be real cautious because that could be the beginning of something more. Right. Yeah. It, it could be true. the beginning of. Bitch, I don't care the fuck what you're saying. Mm. And you about to marry him. And you're, and you're about to marry him. So then now you're, at, I mean, on, on top of all the other issues that come along with your guy's uh, engagement, now you're married. Mm -hmm. Right. What happens when there's kids involved mm -hmm. and things like that? And then like, bitch, you crazy. You're going to take too many. You ain't going to be taking too many of those. We're like, bitch, yeah. you crazy. You sound fucking stupid. I'll be, be one more. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's something that you definitely need to go out there and just keep an eye on. Like, I would say, you know, just be real cautious with that because that could be leading to something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mo, what you think? So I think she should leave him alone. Really? Yep. After eight years? After eight years, because I feel like it's of no consequence to me that before this friend came along, you had no issue with him talking to you. Verbal abuse is verbal abuse, period. So regardless of when you became aware, you're aware now that it's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't something that you deemed to be unhealthy, then you wouldn't be so uncomfortable or find whatever uh, this friend told you to be something to even bring to the doorstep with your fiance. Yeah. Um, 
and it really bothers me that he made small of your feelings with uh, his reaction calling you crazy i don't know if he called you crazy but making it seem like what you were saying was crazy and things of that nature and i could only imagine that you shared with him the different examples that your friends shared with you like hey this is when you were disrespectful and said this to me um and if he is your first of many things it's gonna be a whole lot more stuff a whole lot of different evolutionary changes yes. in your relationship because he you're learning how you should and be should and should not be treated in a relationship. A lot of those things you're learning are going to be through him because right. he is your first. So regardless of where you're learning it from or or if it was OK before anything that's not growing is dead. So as you grow, you're going to learn all types of things. So. If it's if you're being disrespected and find out now that you're being disrespected, you did it right. You went to him and you talked to him about it. If he is making small of it and basically in so many words saying that he's going to continue to do it, you need to leave him the hell alone. You need to have some self-worth. It, to be the best you, and I say this all the time, to be the best you you can be to somebody else, you got to be the best you you can be to yourself. So That's you true. can't love him in full and be the woman that he deserves to have if you not even being that good to your damn self. Mm -hmm. So no, absolutely not. If he is not willing to change it and at least like Erica said, keep that in house, you know, don't do that shit in front of nobody. If you cool with it, then keep that shit in house because it's embarrassing for you. Mm hmm. And ain't no telling what else he doing that you ain't even noticed he shouldn't be doing. Oh, that's the tough part. Man, I can uh, only imagine. So and by this being her first real relationship, yeah, you know, it's, no it's probably harder to recognize red flags. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't have a, a wits about you in your first relationship. Yes. I think I if we go back. I forgot about that. I yeah, if you go back and think everything. about to your first real relationship, mm -hmm. then, you know, you just in love and your head spinning and. Bruh, I was you big know, stupid. I yeah. was Big, and, and it wasn't until your third or fourth re relationship where you was like, you know what? This is the stuff that is a non-negotiable for me. This stuff I can kind of be in though we can have conversations about. But you, if you touch this, I'm out. Right. You know, I don't think you have that in your first relationship. There are I no boundaries with them. That's, yeah. that's the big red flag for me. It's just certain things that you should have boundaries with. And I don't see any of that here. Yeah. And, and some boundaries just with you as a person, just having some type of self-worth to say, okay, I'm cool with this. This is not really, cause really uh, I hear a lot of this, the issues that stand are more so your friends issues. So I could see you not taking those on those. That's not a big deal for me. So I'm not taking that on. I respect that. That's fine. But the things that do matter to you, I think they need to be readdressed. And you constantly, I believe Coach said, constantly bring it up again. If you didn't like the first reaction, give them another chance. Talk to them about it again. Hey, mm -hmm. I said this, and this this matters to me, and you're still doing it. And we need could, to talk that about could actually it. Be, and that could be the that could make your decision right then and there. Right, it's mm -hmm. just, just that response. Whatever the response is, kind of kind of gives you that gives you that decision right yeah. there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. If it's not what what you think it is, then it's like. 
Yeah. All right, yeah, maybe it's time for me to cut bait. Especially because it's like, okay, the first time you brought it up, he could also have been shocked by it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To be like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And he may have been on the defense. So mm-hmm. if you give it time and then go back and go, listen, I know we had this conversation a couple months ago. Um, I don't feel settled with where we ended that. I kind of want to bring it back up and like readdress some stuff. Let's, you know, let's talk this out. Let's set some boundaries, you know, however you want to word it that makes sense to him. If he's still just like, bitch, what the fuck you talking about? Go sit down somewhere. I would go pack. Mm-hmm. But I think that if he's like, oh, I didn't realize this was this serious to you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I I shouldn't have just brushed it off. Like, if you really want to talk about it, my bad. Let's talk about it. Then I think that it just should be another conversation. If that's his reaction, then yeah, I changed my initial. <laughs> yeah, if he like, you know, I'm sorry. You're right. My bad. Let's talk. Yeah, okay. Uh, then I'll, okay, you should but stay then, and work but it even, out. Even then, it, it kind of goes with the actions too. Because yep. if I apologize... And you still doing the and same I'm still doing stuff. the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Then it's just all right. Not, I just gave just money. That's such a hard spot to be in in mm-hmm. a relationship when you constantly have like conversations with like this. You do this and it bothers me, and it's like ah, my bad. I don't want it to bother you. I'm a change, and then they don't change it. You be like, I would just keep bringing it up. If you if you think it's worth it, just keep bringing it up. Oh, it's so irritating. Well, at some point though, you are gonna quit bringing it up. And like I know it's pack. just it's nagging. Like mm-hmm. it's like so you just really don't give a shit. Huh? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it sounds like. It might be leading to. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Well, thanks for writing in. I hope this helped. <laughs> like I tell my kids in my class, use your words. Yeah. So sit down with him and use your words. Did you say sit on him? Sit down with him. It did, right? However, if you do do decide that's the avenue you go down, I'm not mad at that. Go hit the bill because that go back to that swing (laughs) that we were talking about. You might get a lot more done if you sit on them while you have the conversation. Or a nasty combination of the three. Hey. And if you do decide to do so, you may you are more than welcome to send us a video of said behaviors and what? we will share it with the rest of our listeners. What did you drink today? A what video. Is hashtag. Oh, what, is, what? Hashtag. Wait. Subscribe. Is no this, did this just turn into Pornhub? No. Like what? No more cupcakes for you. Put <laughs> that damn hostess down. Put that down. <laughs> The hell is wrong with you? What mm-hmm. is happening? I'm just saying. Did you ask Let her to send a video? What? What? No, I didn't ask her to send a video, but if she this so is decides. Going so left. I'm so sorry, Ty. You may send us a video. All right, she's been drinking. With anyway, um, we don't know what's in her coffee cup. Go I'm ahead. This is coffee in my cup. Again, stop judging me. It's some cream, but no alcohol today. Anyway, Bailey's is still considered ba- cream. Yeah, Go I'm about ahead. to say that. Bailey's is so good. All right, you you, you, talk <laughs> too, you, you said too much. Um. Anyway, I was wondering. I seen some things, and it it made me kind of question some things. And I, I and I, it's certain things that black folks we do that I don't know why we do it. And I got I got questions. Okay. So, so the so the main question I got is this is the segment I like to call, but why though? <laughs> so do you want us to try to answer these questions yeah i got questions okay i got questions like one let of me them, see what i can them, come up with why do we rinse out the cups after we already wash them like if you already washed the if you already did the, the, the did the dishes everything's all clean everything's dry all good then about two or three hours later you go in there to go and get, get something to drink or whatever and then you go out there and rinse out the cup why do we do that 
You don't Why understand. Though? It sit on the shelf, so it might be dusty and then dry water. Mm-hmm. You ain't even think about that. Did dry you? water. Yeah. What's like that? dry water, like um the dried up water inside the cup, like the little stains. Uh-huh. That if you don't dry it, if you don't use a towel and dry yeah. out, it's the like little, little droplets. Yeah. So you want to make sure you rinse that out. Why? I don't. Yeah. Does, I, I, does, I does hard water stains, do you taste those? I mean, did, I I say, th- did I say dry water or hard water? You said dry water. Said dry water. I said, and it's no, something else in that cup. That's my DPS. Hey. Um, hey. So listen. All right. Yes, it is. <laughs> so no, I'm okay. You fighting for the culture? I feel it. I, I, I I've never I known I know. why. Well, I, I Here's don't what I knew. Like my like. Um, I was told by my grandmother mm-hmm. that the reason why she used to wash cups out is because people used to have roaches. And so you didn't want nothing floating in your cup. So Ooh. you would rinse your cup out to make sure there wasn't no roaches in the cabinet. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. But, but we just already, do if, it if now as a culture. Dishes, like that's what I'm saying. Like you, <laughs> if, but if you, I mean, logically, you it's just habit. did the dishes. It's you just literally just did the dishes at four o'clock in the afternoon, whatever time you did it. Yeah. Then two hours later, you go in there. You're right. And you get some Pepsi or something like that. And you're like, oh, let me go ahead and rinse. Well, I'll Why rinse it. I, don't, I wouldn't rinse it if it's just like two hours ago. I, why do we rinse it at all? Like if I know if I know the dishes were dirty when I um, when I left the house and I come back and they're clean and they're actually washed, you know it's what I'm just saying? Dust, dust be on the shelf. Dust, you know. Damn I don't dust think it's. The, the I think it's also too. Uh, some people don't trust how other people wash dishes. That yeah. And so it's like like if my son did the dishes, I'm washing the, <laughs> the, the cut out. You washing or rinsing? I'm washing it. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he don't understand the soap to sud ratio. He don't get it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wash that. Uh, and, and something else popped into my head, too. Okay. Why do we get those big ass salads and stuff like that when we're trying to diet? <laughs> when we quote unquote diet, like we say, <laughs> I'm on the, a diet. The Coney Island salad? Yeah, the Coney Island salad uh, and stuff like that, where it'd be having all the cheese and the, the bacon chicken and stuff like that. Salad? And the grilled chicken, Ooh. all this stuff on there. And then be like, I'm on a diet. And we'd be sitting there looking at like the, the, the whole thing is about as big as your laptop right here. <laughs> Full of, uh, full of like cheese. It's and four bacon. servings. That is meal prep. Okay, for the week. But you ain't gonna eat it. Everybody know what they're gonna do. They're gonna sit up there and eat up all the stuff on the top yeah. and eat like three or four of them lettuces, <laughs> and then be like, "This so that's not true." That's... I eat the whole thing. That I do. I can't, I can't say that I do. He trying to say I'm fat. He no, trying I'm to say not I'm saying fat. that. I, look, he trying to say I, I'm fat. I, look, I'm I'm guilty of that too. I'm guilty because I've I've gotten salads and I'm like. Like I'm, I'm not dieting though. I'm not saying that I'm on a diet, but I mean I'll you eat. You just want a salad. It's I a good keto salad. salad. Cause you know protein. Why you look at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's protein on it. You can eat cheese on keto diet, and of course they encourage vegetables. So everything that's in the salad from Coney Island is all keto stuff. Okay, if it's not, then okay. I'll come. Yeah, but there you go. That's Erica is judging me with I'm her not, face. It's, it's, okay. You know, it's me. I'm not. I'm dressings. You gotta. <laughs> oh, you be didn't, you didn't uh, some dressing. dressing ranch. What? I think you could eat ranch on keto, right? Uh, no, I don't. think No, I don't because can. it's mayo. It's mayo hard. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Carbs and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. and another thing too. Now I know this was a crime in my house. Like standing in front of the refrigerator, and you know, ain't nothing in there. And you just stand there with the door open. I used open. to do that all the time. Why do we do that? I, why though? I think you're trying to figure out what you can put together in there because you kind of hungry, but mm-hmm. you don't want to cook. 
And so it's like, okay, do we got lunch meat? No. Shit. Okay. We got peanut butter? Damn, we ain't got no jelly. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to put some stuff together in your mind and take an inventory of what you got. You know what I used to do, though? What? Instead of doing that. I would go in the fridge, not see nothing, walk away, come back five <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> like my fridge is deceiving me or lying to me. Like this bitch is lying. Let me open this fridge back up. <laughs> nah. Still nothing. Still nothing. And then yeah. I do it like three times, three or four times throughout the day, like hmm. mental health. Still nothing. I, I did like I said, it's just just questions. These are just questions. Okay. Like, like like so like why are we always loud on speakerphone? It irritates oh me. That I don't went, get that. that. I don't know why. I mean, even to this, me. but why though? I just don't understand. Me. That's 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 part of the culture. I don't understand. And at a grocery so store too, they be holding the phone. Here's the question: Why do you feel like we all want to participate in your conversation? <laughs> like it'd be like, girl, let me take like we help. You ain't got no beats. Like you ain't Raycons. <laughs> like something. I something. Just we don't need to hear it, man. Well, what 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 do you think? Same exact thing. Yeah, I don't even. I always have my ear earpiece in or headphones on. Like I don't. That's mad ghetto. I don't. I don't like. Not mad ghetto. That's mad ghetto. <laughs> it's not like it's like ghetto. And uh uh-uh, uh, don't do that, sis. But this is mad ghetto. You and then you on speaker, but you hold the phone to your face, like you don't have speaker on, and you screaming. Or if you in the grocery store, like you put the phone in the cart and then walk um, to something in the aisle while the person's still talking, like quiet ghetto. Just call them back. Now nah, this 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 last one I got. This this one hits the community hard. I, I know this for a fact. Uh oh. Why do we always got to go out there and quote unquote have something sweet after we eat, after we eat uh, dinner or something like that? First now, of all, better question: Why wouldn't you have something sweet? I'm asking the question, but why though? Like, why do we have to have something sweet? Let me grab my cupcakes because I feel like he's coming for me. Um, I feel like <laughs> it's a reward system within the black community. Say reward. Say Re- it again. Look at culture. Say reward. It's a reward system. Goddamn right. The- <laughs> for eating dinner. God for eating whatever right. you was eating. In my house, you had to be a part of the clean plate club. Come on now. And you had to finish your food. And if you finished your food. Because of the kids of Cambodia. You, tell hello. Because there's a kid tell died him. in Africa. That's right. Who would have appreciated this okay. meal. And so then you got a reward. You can have a little snack. Come on now. Because you ate all your food. Also why obesity runs rampant in the black community. Come on now. Look at our Cause, black community. Because we don't know how to walk away from a plate. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> the judgment anyway body i think it's i think it all makes perfect sense to me i like i said i just had questions okay. I, just, I just just wanted to know yep um you know thank you for listening to this podcast um <laughs> we appreciate we it. appreciate it because you know we definitely appreciate everybody that supports us that that we support we'll support everybody that supports us uh i want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors uh jeffrey moore he is this guy is just blowing up even more and so now. He still has his courier business, More Elite Logistics, LLC. So if you're looking for anything to go out there and transport all your packages to to and from anywhere you need, check him out. Uh, he also just recently bought and owned a restaurant in Southfield. It's called oh, Debo's nice. uh, Daiquiri's. Oh, okay. oh that's nice. Daiquiri's? He just bought it. He just bought it, and uh, it's open. I like a Daiquiri. They just opened a mm, couple of weeks ago, and yeah. uh, I'm thinking about leaving here and going to partake in some of the goodness. No, mm-mm. that's a trap for me. Go ahead, Eric. We should. <clears throat> but uh, but that's just, but 
you know, go on, go online. They actually do have the app and everything too. So the ones he's at, he, he owns it. It's in Southfield. Mm-hmm. So check it out. It's on uh, Northwestern Highway. So you know, just check them out. Also, uh, one of my favorite people in the world, um, Ashley, Ashley Griffin. She is, has her candle and uh, candle business. And business, it's actually kind of dope business. It's actually got a dope concept. You got your music. You got your candles. Great vibes, all that stuff. It's called AM7 Apothecary. Uh, AM7 Apothecary.com is where you can check them out. Uh, she got some new stuff, too. Yeah, she does. She does. She I does. saw the website the yeah. other day and was like, let me wait till my income tax check come back. Come on new, now. New merchandise is out all the way up until, I think, the 26th. Yeah. So mm-hmm. go ahead and check it out. Place your order. Get it out there. She'll hook you up. She will definitely hook you up. Absolutely. We also want to give a shout out to Candy and her business. Yeah, Candy. And she just recently just started working in her um, in her own business, in those estheticians. The uh, name of her esthetician business is Exceptional Rubies and... Uh, there you go. You can check them out on, uh, I think it's on Instagram, Exceptional Rubies yep. Beauty. And uh, check it out on Booksy. You can go out there and make your appointments on there. Absolutely. So this is the conclusion of another episode of Wokish. We appreciate y'all being here, supporting us. Don't forget when you support your our sponsors, you support the podcast. That's right. Um, we are here and able to do what we do for you all because of our sponsors. So go um, support them help their businesses um and so that allows us to keep bringing wonderful content to you guys um so until the next episode take those cupcakes away from her bye Listen.